0: J. Mark Golas, uh, also known as the Crypt Keeper. And here it is, a beautiful sunny day again. It's uh, actually, it's Mother's Day. So if uh, those of you who haven't gotten in touch with your mother, and uh, believe me, this is time to do it. Uh, don't put off tomorrow because you never know what tomorrow brings. Um you know where uh, it's it's funny because um, you'll never know you'll never know how much you miss somebody until they're gone, and it goes back to even just a just the slightest things. Um, you could just kind of think back, you know, after you're talking to somebody else, and all of a sudden you talk you say something, and it's not, it's just like your mother would have said it and uh or your dad and that, that comes back to haunting you almost do you have to uh you know it, it really bothers you uh, or it should let's put it that way um our parents put up with a lot um they especially nowadays i mean the kids are running a household uh they can't really do anything um as far as discipline and uh growing up now I'm gonna tell you I'm pretty darn old but uh growing up it was an Italian family and um my dad was a a very quiet person he uh he was quiet but boy I'll tell you when he did speak uh you listened because it was going to be something and uh You know, and my mom was, she was the jovial one of the bunch. She, uh, uh, she was really, she mixed with people quite well. She was a uh, supervisor in a a shirt factory in uh, uh, Southern California. And she, uh, she did quite well, uh, but she didn't take any guff either from the owners or the, her boss uh, a couple of times. She just walked out. You know, and uh, that was it. She had a little bit of a difference of opinion from her boss and she said, well, that's bullshit and uh, I'm out of here. And the first time she did it, it was kind of funny because they didn't know um, that she was going to, if she was going to come back in a few minutes or that was it and uh so they uh they asked me uh they'd always come to me uh on things like that and say john uh, can you can you go and talk to your mother and tell her you know we're sorry and we you know we need her back here and i said well you know i can only do so much uh that goes between you and her you know i'm not going to get in the middle of this thing and uh you know they uh they learned how to deal with her and she learned uh how to deal with them and uh it, but it, it going back to you know the the old days uh like I said the uh a hardcore Italian family my dad actually came across from Italy and uh, anyhow they uh they didn't take too much guff, that's for sure um you know there's a uh in the Italians they would say, "You know what is it that uh your your mothers it, it could you know they could hit you with that spoon that that wooden spoon was uh, always popping up you know, and they used to say, well, they used to f- to cook the uh the tomato sauces, and then they did that too. But um, I'll tell you, they can uh, they can let you know when they're they're pissed off. There's no doubt about it. And when my dad would get upset at you know at myself, uh, I would know it. But he was very quiet with it, and he would just. Um, I wouldn't say scare me with words, but it made me feel bad after I calmed down or cooled off, or whatever the situation was. Um, but uh, you know, like they were saying, these these older Italian families—they, uh, man, uh, you followed the uh, uh, you followed the line. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, I was uh, the only child, so some people thought I was spoiled. Uh, I probably w- was it uh, to a certain extent. Um, my mom had, uh, uh, another brother and a sister, but they all passed away at a very, very young age. And after 20 years, uh, being married and I come along. So, uh, I was kind of, you know, uh, a surprise to everyone. And, um, uh, but i uh, again you know we uh, uh we got along great if he uh and but the one one thing about my my parents that i've I've got to say that i i hope that I brought a little bit of that along is if there was a situation and that you could talk to him about you know uh why they feel the way they feel and it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of interesting because in some cases you go ahead and you know you, uh, you 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 just keep your mouth shut. You have to know when to open it, and when to close it, and uh, it's it's all a, a matter of dignity too. You know you want to talk to them, you want to see their side of it, and then you want them to acknowledge your side of it. So uh, I had, um, you know, like I said, we, we moved to Southern California in 1950. Um, we were, uh, we lived in Pennsylvania at the time, and uh, it was um, during the winter, uh, I'll never forget this, we had a, a two-story house, and uh, it had a, a, a attached garage, but it was, it had a flat roof on it. My dad was out there shoveling the snow off the roof because you had to in certain cases because of the weight of the snow. Uh, Oh, it looks nice and white and fluffy, but boy, let me tell you, that that thing weighs. So he was out there, and uh, every time we had a heavy snow, he'd have to be out there shoveling the the snow off the the garage. Well, anyhow, uh, I remember I was inside... With my uh, mom and and we were I don't know what we were doing. We we're just talking, I guess. And my dad came in, and he uh, he, he you could tell something was bothering him. Uh, without him even opening up his mouth, and so he said, "You know what?" He said, "We're getting the hell out of here." Well, you know when somebody says. Something like that, we all took it with a grain of salt. I said, Yeah, okay, sure, and I'd give him a half hour or so, and uh, he'll uh he'll get over it. Well, he said, that's it. we're gonna sell the house, all the furniture we can, and uh the car we're we're selling everything, and we're getting the hell out of here, and my mom said, well. Okay, you know uh, what's uh, where would you like to move to? He said Southern California, and she said, "Whoa, that's that's quite a ways out there." Said, "Well," uh," he said, "I've had it with the snow, the cold. Um, It's just in the summer it's hotter than hell. The winter it's uh, hell freezes over." So he said, "We're getting out of here. We're going to Southern California." So, they had a friend, uh, Italian friend that lived down there in San Fernando, which is a small town right out of Los Angeles. It's un, uh, incorporated, but anyhow, um, so they got in touch with them and they said, "Yeah," he said, "You know, we have uh, we just uh, uh, as time would uh, luck would have it, they had just added on to their house." and uh, uh, a little rental unit, Um, and so he said, you know, they're just finishing that up, more than welcome to come and stay in there until you get squared out, so my dad said, yeah, okay, and he worked at a glass factory in, um, in Pennsylvania, so there wasn't any glass factories around there, Southern California at the time, or at least not in San Fernando. But there was uh, an abundance of people that would get jobs working at the different plants where they would have uh, um, you know, tomatoes and all kinds of fruits and vegetables that they would can up. It was called a canning company. <clears throat> so anyhow, uh, he went out. We uh, we. Got on a train of all things, a train, <clears throat> and we're going. Uh, I'll never forget this. This train was uh, was. It had the uh, a couple of the uh, cars in it that had the uh, glass roofs, so you could go up there on top, and they were called uh, the sightseers or the, and it's it was pretty neat and being that also that the trains can get in to take in areas where cars or other vehicles couldn't couldn't do it you know so we got on the we uh, sold everything got on the train and here we go Uh, we've got a few suitcases apiece, and that's it and uh, we uh, uh, got relocated down there in this uh, nice little place in San Fernando and uh, dad worked for a while and then he retired and uh, mom got a little bit tired of just you know uh, doing things that she wanted to get away from the house and see what's out there you know so anyhow we did uh, she went down to the shirt factory and she got a job there. And uh, she was a, a manager of the, uh, a couple of the departments where they would uh, actually come in and make shirts and uh, sell them to uh, the different big outfits. Um, so that, was, that worked out good there. My dad. Then we we found a place. It wasn't too far. It was still in the city of San Fernando, and uh, my dad had. Uh, he was in heaven, and he got his uh, his backyard, and boy, he went to town with a garden. And man, I'll tell you, he was in seventh heaven. He had his garden, and he um, he he was enjoying himself, and he really. He was good at it. I mean, he's, man. So uh, he was happy, and my mom was happy. She, like I said, she went to the uh, um, shirt factory. It's kind of ironic because I uh, I was still in school, and uh, it was kind of, it was a little bit uh, different for me because I, uh, back in Pennsylvania, was uh, going to a Catholic school. And the Catholic schools were pretty darn strict. I mean, they were, you know, you learned one way or another, you know. And uh, the the nuns did not take any guff, you know. We used to call them the penguins. And they used to walk around, you know, with the... Little ruler in their hand, you know these wooden rulers, and I'll tell you, you want to get your attention, man. You take a crack across your knuckles with that, and I mean they didn't hold back. So um, I, um, I, I, I was going to try to get into Catholic school in in uh, California, but their waiting list was like three years behind, and I said, geez. By the time I get in there, I should be graduating. So I went to a regular, uh, a regular school, and uh, it, was, it was kind of a real adjustment uh, for, uh, for me. Uh, the school I went to in, in San Fernando, there was a lot of Hispanics, and there was a, a lot of uh, uh, blacks, and there was about a third of each okay and uh as you're coming into a new area a new well, everything was new to me so we had uh, a learning curve there that was a little bit difficulty and i was actually i a lot of the stuff that they were teaching us i had already knew it quite well from from the catholic school so Anyhow, I had to kind of, uh, you, you're always tested out. I was tested out pretty quick. Um, they um, There was a, a tug of war for what you might say, uh, uh, who, who's the strongest here in, uh, out of the three groups, you know? And uh, I actually, I got along real well with all of them. You know, I, I didn't have any you know, bones to pick with anybody. You know, I just wanted to mind my own business and and learn what I could and get out of there. And uh, so I was, um, my last uh, year before graduating, and and I'll tell you, it was really something too because we had fairly small classes in the Catholic school, and our graduating class in San Fernando High School was a little over 600 and that was big and we were uh the last big big um group to graduate uh they built another uh couple high schools it took a lot of the relief back off but anyhow i um i was my my uh, i was waiting during the summer uh, uh trying to find a job i uh, I tried delivering newspapers. That didn't work for me. I would, uh, I would just throw the papers, and I swear to Buddha, man, I would either hit a pole, a light, or something. I, it just was not for me. So um, my uh, my mom says, "Well, why don't you go in and see if they need any help here in the shipping department um, at the shirt factory?" So I. I did. I went in and I was talking to them. Uh, the two owners, actually it was three owners, but uh, two were there all uh, almost all the time. So um, they um, talked to me about it and they said, well, we got an opening in a shipping department. Uh, that's, you know, that's what we have. I said, well, okay, I'll take it. They said, well, how long are you going to plan on staying with us? Or are you plan on leaving right away or? After, after school or what? What's your plans? And I said, Well, really, I don't have that many plans. I'm just kind of trying to settle in. So he said, Well, okay. So anyhow, I did. I went. Um, I I was hired on. I uh, learned a lot. Believe me, I learned a lot about the business. I um, I used to. Uh, uh be in the shipping department and I had all of uh, uh JC Penney's uh the other gentleman there, he handled all of Montgomery Wards and then we would kinda split off uh the um the private brands. And I I I learned I tell you, I learned a lot now. It just kind of I, I shook my head on some of this stuff. Um I'll give you, for instance, when we get um, uh, an order in, it went to the billing. Billing would then give us the, the papers, and we would go to the stockroom and, and get as many of the shirts of the different sizes that we needed. And But as you get to the end of the run, uh, sometimes, you know, mediums go quick. Uh, Larges, and eh, not so quick. Small is not so quick. And extra large, they're a smidgen, okay? So I, um, I found out the, uh, the, the hard way that if you go to a store and you know you're a certain size, you may get the size that you are and you get it, you get it home, and you put it on, and either it's super tight on you, you feel like Superman with that tight shirt on, or that fit like a bag, and that was just, uh, I it was one of those things where I said, well, we're running out of the um, mediums, you know, for these orders. So what do we do? I said, well, it's the end of the run. How are you fixed on um, uh, larges? I said, oh, we've got pretty good amount of uh, larges left. We're real low on the mediums. Okay, well, get how many dozens you need of the shirts, take them to the other department, and have the labels taken out and um, put uh, the different size label in it. And I said, well, geez, that doesn't seem right. Hey, it's business. Okay. It's business. I said, okay. I mean, it's your business. I just work here. And that was, that kind of got me to, uh, really stop and think, you know, wow. I didn't think they ever stuff like that ever happened. Well, it does, or it did. Let's put it that way. I had, um, another interesting thing happen. Uh, I used to uh, uh, run to the post office every afternoon with things that have to be mailed out, okay? Uh, the rest all, uh, the big orders all went through uh, a trucking uh, company. So we didn't really worry about that, uh, you know, too much. They were there at a certain time every day. We'd try to get everything ready for them and let them go. But I I ended up... Um, Working, doing stuff that I that I never thought I, they would do. And as a matter of fact, I got called into the office one day, and and uh, the owner said, um, "Hey, John, I want for you should do something to for me." And that, he always used to talk that way. He was uh, he was Jewish. Uh, the whole family was there, and and he said, "Hey, you know, that's." that's that's what we have to do to survive so he hands me a um a um the keys to his new car he had a new osmobile and with the the two brothers they were always competing on who had the better or the most costly uh mostly of the um of their cars their houses it was always competition, you know. So anyhow, I said, well, you know, uh, okay, so I got the keys, now what? He said, I'm going to let you take my brand new car now. Don't wreck it. I said, okay. So anyhow, uh, he reaches into his wallet and he hands me a wad of bills. And I said, geez, what do you want me to do? I thought I was going to go out and get stuff for lunch or something. And he says, no, you're going to go down to, there's a, store in town is called Sobel's he said now what I want you to do is go in there find out what the what their hot seller is as far as shirts and buy a buy a couple of them a few of them I said okay so I did I went in he said pay for it cash well here's a wad full of money so I would pick out and I'd ask the guys hey you know uh, what's your best seller well we got these here and these here and so I I bought a few of each. I get back and I said, okay, here you go. And he says, oh, good job, good job. So it was a few days later and um, I'm going uh, back to my department back there and he said, um, uh, John, I want for you should do something. I said, okay, Milton, what, would, what, what can I do for you? He said, here's the keys to my car. Oh, shit. And he says, uh, here's the receipts for all these shirts that you bought the other day. And I said, oh, okay. Uh, so what's happening here? He said, what I want you to do is take these shirts back. I said, take them back. I just bought them. He said, well, we don't need them. You know, uh, we don't need them anymore, so take them out. So I thought, what the what's happening here, you know? So I didn't think too much of it, except I, it really kind of threw me off balance. It's funny how I did. I went in and I told the guy, he says, well, would uh, I'd like to return these. He said, well, why? I said, I'm not sure why. You know, be honest with you. Yeah, other other than I bought them the other day and the gentleman I'm buying them for doesn't like them, so I'm bringing them back. He said, okay. Go ahead, and he gives me my money back, and uh, so I um, I was talking to the other uh, uh, my working partner there in uh, in that department, and I said, John, what what in God's name is going on here? He said, Oh, you went down to get some, bought some shirts, huh? I said, Yeah, I did the other day, and he said, you Take them back yet? I said. Uh, yeah. I said, well, what's up with that? I'm missing something here. And he says, come with me. We went over there to the shirt uh, where they actually cut the material and to get it all ready to have it go to another department where they sew it. They sew them all up. So he said, well, does this look familiar? And he pulled a, a shirt that was on a hanger up and I said yeah that that looks just like the one that I that I took back he said yeah it is I said well what happened here what's going on he said what happens is that you will go to the store you'll buy the shirts you'll bring it back they will unstitch the whole thing make patterns out of it restitch everything and take it back and I thought oh man you know this this is ridiculous but like he said it's all part of business you know and you, you'll learn a lot while you were here and I I had another little incident there that really uh, made me stop and think again you know hey I'm learning a lot of this stuff you know anyhow uh, I come into work as on a on a Friday, Friday morning, I come in. You know, it's um, it's during the summertime, so I started early. I, I'm in there, and uh, God, I'm walking through the through the place, and because uh, our department was way in the back, I'm walking through there, and I said, uh, "Gosh," uh, to uh, John. We used to call him Big John. He he was big. Yeah, this guy was big. He was a monster. Anyhow, uh, I said, John, what's, what's going on here? He says, what do you mean? He says, I, I said, well, everybody's dressed up out there. I mean, they never dress up like this. You know, they usually have work clothes on. I said, man, they're, they got nice shirts, pants. Uh, they each have a little suitcase under their, uh, under their work area there. And I said, what's, what's happened? He says, well, he says, in a little bit, you're going to see a big green bus pull up in front of the place. And um, I said, well, what is that? And he says, uh, it's, it's uh, the uh, department that they have to, have to watch and make sure people have their citizenship and all of their paperwork for being here. And I said, oh, okay, so where, where do we go from here? And he says, you watch. In a little bit, you're going to hear some over the PA system telling everybody that um,
1: the, um,
0: the, the people were here from, uh, you know, uh, in, in there as far as having all your paperwork ready and everything, um, everybody just lined up outside. So I said, well, okay. I said, well, where is this place? Well, what do they do? And he said, well, what they're going to do, they're all going to load up and they'll get on the green bus. The green bus will take them back down to the border and then they'll let them go um, in into Mexico. And I said, well, what's what's up? And he says, oh, it's um, one of their relatives is getting married. So they're all going to the to the festivities down there, and he said, "But don't worry, they'll all be back Monday morning." He says, "But they get a free ride all the way down, and then all they have to do is worry about coming back." And uh, he said, "They got all that figured out too." So, sure enough, he said, "You know, when there's something going on down there that that uh, they want to go back down to Mexico," he said, "That's that's what they do. They'll all." dress up, they will call the uh, um, that department, the big bus comes in, loads them all up to give them a free trip all the way down. And uh, so I thought, wow, this is really, I'm learning a lot here, you know, this is something else. But it was, uh, I got along great with everybody there and and it worked out really nice. A couple things um, happened uh, in my favor. I was, uh, like I said, I, I, every afternoon I'd uh, make the run to the post office. And uh, it wasn't that that close or that far. It was, I don't know, maybe five miles or something like that. But anyhow, I would go up there and then take all your stuff in and uh, mail it. So uh, I got to talking to some guys in the post office there, and you know they'd say, "Hey, you know, there's a test coming up. You ought to go take the test." And I said, oh, "You know, I'm not too sure about what I'm going to do yet. I want to. Uh, my plans were to go to college and do um, um, industrial drawings, and uh, that's what I was." really hoping for but anyhow uh, I and then I would see the uh the guy that used to the postman that used to deliver to our house there he was always delivering mail and whistling and singing and this guy was just happy you know so one day he I was home I was just getting ready to leave and he just got there and he says hey he says uh how you doing I said I'm doing okay he said, uh, "Where you been? You still at the shirt factory?" I said, "Yeah, I'm still there." And he says, "You know, you had to go to the post office and take that test." He said, "It's a three-hour test, but um, you know, the, a lot of times I'll just look for part-time help, also." So I said, "Well, you know, that's that sounds that sounds pretty good." And he said, "Yeah, try it. What the heck?" He said, "It's a good job. It's got." Uh, pretty good benefits and um, it's you know once once you get trained and everything it's uh, it's not bad at all you get some you know good vacation time and you know benefits are good he said try it so I thought well what do I have to you know to lose you know I uh, I put in for it and um, I got home it was right it was a three-hour test and uh, I, got, um, I got home. A, it was a, a few weeks later. I got home, and uh, there was a letter from the post office uh, uh, personnel. And they um, said that I had passed the test, and they wanted me to start real quick. And I thought, oh, man, what am I going to do? So I thought, well... I tell you, what I'll do is I will go ahead and hire on at the post office. I will do it for the summer months, and then I'll enroll in, in college, you know. And uh, so they, you know, uh, that was my plans. I passed the test. Everything was going smooth. I went in. I started carrying mail. Well, actually, I started to do a couple different things. First of all, I was um, was into the, the uh, clerk craft, which means that when the truck comes in, um, the early truck, we had to be there to unload it and separate all the mail because uh, they have to work it, work all the mail, and then it goes over to the carrier's side, and then the carriers, when they come in, everything is there for them. All I have to do is put up that mail and go out on the street and deliver it so uh anyhow that was that was my plan but I went to went to work with them, and I'll, I'll tell you it was hotter than the hubs of hell and uh in California and I'd be uh, on those on those walking routes which i I thought I was in good shape, but boy, I sure learned uh, that was a mistake. So anyhow, I um, uh, I was determined. I was just going to go ahead, and I was going to stick it out. I'm not going to let this thing beat me, you know. So anyhow, I um, I went ahead, and I started picking it up pretty good and everything, and uh, and I I was. I, I liked the job. It was I learned a lot. I got to meet a lot of neat people, and uh, so one day they used to come. They came to me and they said, uh, "Here's the situation." They said, "You're here as a clerk carrier, which means that you will do that in the morning, unload the trucks to separate all the mail. Then when the carriers need you, if they're short sure of help, you'll go over there." and you'll carry the mail. So I thought, oh, man, that, that, I guess that's okay. Then they said, well, here's the deal. you, you got to pick one craft or the other, and you can't be a, uh, you know, because you have to, uh, the unions will just flip, uh, the carrier unions and the clerk unions, so you have to go by the contract. We can't have you as a dual uh, person. You've got to pick one thing or the other. So I thought, man, let's see what I'm doing now. I'm going to pretty early in the morning, four o'clock some nights, some mornings. And um, a few of us, you know, we all hired on it around the same time. We used to, we'd get off early, you know, and uh, we'd get in the cars and f- head for the beach. You know, it was summer. Uh, we would go down to spend a lot of time at Santa Monica and uh, Muscle Beach, uh, Venice Beach, uh, up and down the, the the coast. Just, I mean, it was a kick. And uh, so that's that's what I, I did for quite a while. You know, we would just, man, I, you know, uh, but now if a, a carrier, I'm going to be there during the day working. So, but I'm going to miss that going to the beach and playing volleyball and all the other little fun things to do. But uh, anyhow, that's that was my story, and I'm sticking to it. I uh, we I ended up, like I said, uh, uh, as a carrier in a carrier craft, and um, did um, I really enjoyed it? Uh, I met some really neat people. Uh, and I've met some real jerks too, you know, but that's, you're going to find that no matter where. So, uh, that's, that's just the way it went. And I ended up staying in the post office and, um, I put in 43 years. So, um, you know, it was, uh, like I said, I learned a lot. I learned, uh uh, how to deal with people. I, uh, actually I carried for uh, over 20 years and then I went into management for another, uh, 22, 23 years. So, um, I ended up retiring here, uh, a little while back and, um, just enjoying the retirement. And, uh, just kind of reliving a lot of the, the the past, you know, um, and it was just. Um, it's been a good life for me. It's been um, interesting. I had some good times, some bad times, but um, luckily enough, and with God's eyes looking down upon me, he uh, made sure when I screwed up, I didn't. Nobody was killed or anything, you know, but, uh, but, you know, it's just one of those things. I think the more I look at life and, and uh, it's, it's what you, it's not what so much what you have, it's, are you having a good time with it? You know, Um, I know people that, that are quite wealthy and are unhappy and yet I know people that are, and I've worked with a lot of them. I've been there. Um, a few mistakes cost me uh, quite a bit of money. and uh, But I learned by the mistakes, and it wasn't anything that's, as long as nobody's hurt or killed, um, you got to look at it as a learning experience. And uh, everything is... Uh, it's out there, and and you got to just kind of go for whatever makes you happy. Uh, you know, just like I try to tell my kids, as long as you're happy, and you know you have a good work ethic, and that is one thing that that uh, uh, that has always been in my mind is have a good work ethic, and you know even if people say, well, there's no jobs out there. Oh, I'm sure there's jobs out there, but um what uh, what are you looking at for in a job? You know, that's that's usually the the key there. So um you know, uh it's it's just having a good time and that's it. Well, let me see, I think I'm gonna be pushing my time here. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna be closing for now. I've got some things I've got to take care of, and uh, if you have any questions or have any, um, uh, you know, uh, things that you want to talk about, hey, I'm uh, I'm I'm ready to go. You know how to get in touch with me. Anyhow, this is AJ. Margolis signing off. Have a great day.